Nation USA to episode 128. We're talking nitro beers. I'm here with Adam. Of course. And Steve. Hello. And I'm Kelsey, your lovely guest host for this episode. Hey. Yay. Yes. Thanks Kelsey's for... back. I am back. Yeah. And we are happy to have you back. I feel like it's been a while. It's been too long. Uh, you know, Katie said the same thing last time she was on and it had only been a month. So right. I'm going to say it's only been a month. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> That and sounds it was a right. long month then. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. We just keep yins re- rotating at about a month and then <laughs> you miss it and you forget what you're doing and then you come yeah. back and you go, ah, it's been a while. <laughs> I should go back. I should still participate. <laughs> Wait, was my last episode with Katie? It might have been. You actually might have been gone for more than a yeah. month. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. We'll call it a month and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been too long then. Agreed. Agreed. So we're going to have to raise our glasses with some nitro beers. You get yes. your re-up. That's right. Oh, thanks, That's right. guys. You, uh, you're welcome back in the club. <sighs> Finally. Anyway, nitro beers. Nitro beers, yes. The first one that we're going to have comes all the way from Scotland. Okay. The land of Scots. The land of the Scots. Yes. Okay. Caber tosses, tartars, uh-huh. all that good stuff. Kilts. Uh-huh. Kilts, yes. Uh, Bellhaven Black is what we're going to be having. It is a Scottish stout, and it is on nitro. And we'll get into what a nitro beer is here coming up in a second segment. But first things we want to do is drink drink beer. Drink beer, yes. So yes. we're going to. So we got ourselves a nice tall boy. Yeah. If you've listened to previous episodes. In previous episodes, you, we learned that tall boys are pounder cans. Yes, a 16-ounce <laughs> can. Kelsey, you should have listened to that episode. You'd have known about that. Get with the times. Ouch. Get up, get up with the dictionary. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you for re-educating me then, That's since right. I may be a few episodes behind. You have been re-edutained. Re-edutained. <laughs> so some quick numbers, because everybody wants to know about that. Yes. 4.2. Okay, oh. so it's... That's an ABV. It, this is Scottish Guinness? I guess you could say that. Don't tell them that. Yeah, I know. Mm. I'm sure people will get mad. Yes. <laughs> the yes. Irish will get mad. The Scots will get mad. And, mm. and the English won't care. Yeah, and I won't care because we're across the ocean, so. True. <laughs> Far <laughs> enough away. <laughs> Do something about it. <laughs> no, no. Let's, let's, no, let's, not, <laughs> let's not challenge the Scottish and Irish people. You bunch of rosy cheeked skirt nope. wearers. <laughs> nope, nope. 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 Try again. <laughs> 10 IBUs. I'm trying desperately to get away from this conversation. <laughs> Steve. Get him. All right, well, looking at this one, it looks like Scottish Guinness. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. I, yes. It, it looks a little bit darker, I'll be honest. I think, it, yeah, I think it, the body looks darker and the head looks a little bit lighter. Yes. It's not a complete tan. It's like a very... It's like a milky tan. Yeah, like a milky beige. Mm-hmm. Milky beige. Shades milky beige. beige. Milky beige. On the nose, it's definitely oh. got some malt to it. Yes, it does. I get a little bit of roastiness off that. A skosh. A skosh. A skosh. I'm going to try this. Yeah, I can find that roastiness now. Yeah. But yeah. that that plays nicely with the smoothness of the nitro. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I think that that, that works well together. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the Bellhaven Black Scottish Stout on nitro is a winner. I like it. I'm going to say it's okay. 
I, I, I don't know. I still think I like Guinness a lot more. I like Guinness okay. a lot more, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be with Steve here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like we just like got the big lots. <laughs> feel- big lots isn't bad. Aldi brand isn't bad. It's just. No Trader Joe's. Right. It's just not the best. Like big lots of stuff that sit around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or Aldi brands are just a little bit off in some way. And that's what this feels like. This either feels like it's a Guinness and been sitting around for a bit, or it's just kind of the off brand. It's not terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I like it. It's fine. You can like it. And nobody's I'm going to. Nobody's bashing you, but you also probably like Bremer hot sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why not Lean Pockets? <laughs> lean Pockets are still the same company. I know. But it, they're in a green box. Right. So it means they're that's, healthier. That's still all the same company. Bremer is the Aldi brand. Oh, I didn't, po- I didn't actually of know. Pocketed that. sandwiches. Of pocketed sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Hot Pockets, do you guys mm-hmm. watch uh, Gourmet Makes on the Bon Appetit YouTube channel by any chance? I do. I do not. Okay. Well, Adam, you need to start watching this. Okay. Because Claire is a genius and she recreates popular food like candies and whatnot. So she just recently did a Gourmet Hot Pocket episode. And nice. it was delightful. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm about to get in on that. I watch a lot of the Bone Appetit YouTube channel. Me too. I really love Brad too. Yeah. On It's Alive. Brad's amusing. Yeah. And they just had uh they just had it they they do an episode uh that's basically chef back to back with yeah. a celebrity. With Carla. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And so like the chef will walk you through a recipe mm-hmm. but you don't get to watch it you just have to listen to the chef and i actually kind of like that yeah. yeah yeah a lot well they just did an episode with uh braun Strowman. yeah oh very nice <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's pretty hilarious it's, <laughs> i haven't watched that one yet i saw that uh, pop up today yeah it's pretty funny so yeah yeah so adam takeaway yes. and listeners takeaway go check out bon appetit on youtube not sponsored in any way free just. plugs <laughs> not in any way <laughs> <laughs> but bon appetit if you want to get together with us and like Feel free to send Brad over. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take anyone. (laughs) We'll take anyone. (laughs) We'll take anyone. We'll take Brad. We'll take Alex. Feel free to send Brad because he says Wooder. (laughs) (laughs) He does. Oh, no. Is he from Philly? No, he's from Jersey. Jersey, Yeah, close enough. (laughs) But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back to this beer, though. Just for. It's not as heavy as Guinness. Like, I will give it that. It's like a lot lighter, I feel like. But I think that's Mm -hmm. where I'm losing some of the flavor that I want it to have. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So we'll get into that in segment two of why that is. Okay. Tease. I don't, I don't, I don't think it applies actually. (laughs) No, but I just wanted to say I got information for segment two. That's fine. You you, you can say you have to. We're going to get into everything, everything nitro. Yes. Well, not everything nitro. But, you know, yeah, it, it, you know, Guinness is also on nitro. So, so your, your posit is not good, but yeah, it, it, you were right though, Adam, when you said earlier that the nitro works really well with this, Mm -hmm. even though it's not as flavorful as Guinness, it's still works very smoothly yes. and it drinks very smoothly yes it does and it has you know when it presents itself it presents itself with the cascade that you're you mm-hmm. know very picturesque common. yeah it's very picturesque check it out on instagram at hop nation usa you'll like see us. it there follow us yeah uh, but it also has like the the really tight tight bubbles like mm-hmm. it should yep so yeah it it, it pours well as again it pours well as a knockoff guinness <laughs> yeah yeah but so, yeah 
just flavor-wise, it's not quite there. Well, then, it's time for those three little letters. The N, the N, and the N. News, notes, and neat. What do we want to start with? We'll start with the Great American Beer Fest. Okay. They had one. Yeah, that was last week. Yay. Next. Yeah. Everybody had a good time. Yes. I'm assuming. Especially the people that won. Right. That came in second. That's when they give out the medals. I've seen it referred to in different publications as the Oscars of beer. Oh. I don't know how true that is. I, I just mm. saw some writer write it, and I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> if they gave out little statues instead of medals, though? Yeah. Yeah. That like could be nice. Beer mug, like little beer cans or beer mugs or like something in gold, and you get The that. golden keg. Hmm. Mm. Somebody gives out the golden keg yeah. somewhere. And if they don't, then we'll start doing it. Yeah. Yes. The golden keg awards. Didn't Wiggle give out a golden keg, actually? Uh, I thought they just gave out an actual keg. Well, they did both. I think, oh, okay. they, both. I think <laughs> I think they had a keg award, but they also had a keg prize. Oh, all right. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Ask Jake Beer. I'm pretty sure he won it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did, because we were right next to him getting our asses whipped. Yes. So the Great American Beer Fest happened. 2019, there was a whole bunch of categories. I only want to talk about Pennsylvania beers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Because <laughs> that's the only information I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there were seven beers that were awarded out of the Great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you information on three of those. Okay. And we're going to take half credit for a fourth one here in the Pittsburgh area. Half credit on the fourth. Who's the fourth? Yes. Would, I know. Would you, just, you just want me to lead off with that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the fourth one was a gold medal winner in the Imperial Red category, category number 70, uh, Fatheads with the Bonehead Red. Oh, okay. Oh. Why are we taking half credit on that one? Half credit because, I mean, Fatheads is well associated with Pittsburgh, okay. but it was actually brewed in Ohio. Why aren't we taking half credit on the other medals they yeah. won? I thought they only won the one. No, they won three. Oh, shit. Well, my research sucks. <laughs> I even knew that. <laughs> I didn't know that. A boo. I only saw the one. All right. Yeah, no. Fatheads actually took home three. Oh. Let's jump back to PA for a second. Yes, let's do that. That's where I was concentrating. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we'll start with the bronze medal winner. There were three here in the Pittsburgh area. Bronze medal winner in the English style, uh, Brown, Helltown came in um, with the bronze medal for their mischievous brown. Yes. That was out of 67 entries. So okay. congratulations okay. to them. Uh, let's see here. Category 26, which was the Brett. Yeah. Uh, Cellarworks out of Sarver came home with the silver for their uh, St. Eldritch. Yeah. Cellarworks. Good shit. Yes. Yes. They got that 50-foot robot, and then they got that other stuff that they've been bringing. It was at the uh, Beers of the Bird. It's a really good sour. I'm uh, super yes. surprised. Mm-hmm. And the gold medal winner here in the Pittsburgh area in category number 49, the German-style dark lager, was Church Brewers with their Pious Monk Dunkel. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, and that was out of 127 entries in that category. Bravo. So congrats to all of those uh, folks and breweries that uh, entered and took home some hardware here from the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Nice. And the other Pennsylvania brewers that won were uh, Free Will, 2SP, Swashbuckler, and New Trail. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also won awards, also from PA, totaling yes. seven medals yes. out of Pennsylvania, which is up from last year's five. Go PA. Hooray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
couple other notable ones. California took home 68 medals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> California. Right. Uh, Colorado took home 40. And Ohio hit their pinnacle of all-time wins in 15. Oh. And as I mentioned, Fatheads took home three. Yes. So th- they had the Imperial Red. They had a Fresh Hop IPA. And they had a smoke beer. Hmm. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I feel like Colorado should have more than 40, but maybe not. I'm going to assume it's based on population only and number of breweries. Well, here's the interesting thing about all this as to why I I saw this brought up on the internet, in the social media, in the complaining. (laughs) Oh, yes. So if you look at the hazy and juicy categories this year, Mm -hmm. uh, only three of the winners were from kind of the northeast New England area. Okay. And, and none of them start with Trillium or Treehouse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And somebody brought that up online as like, oh, did they even bother entering? Well, did they? I don't think so. Okay. And part of the reason is they have nothing to win by doing that. There's nothing to gain by them doing that because they already have the circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> the notoriety. Right. They have the notoriety for having the best hazy and juicies. Mm-hmm. So why would they enter and possibly lose? True. Great point. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. But I would like to think that if you think you're the best, prove that you're the best. Right. Put it out there. But then you also, the thing is, it's sort of subjective. You know what I'm saying? This isn't, this isn't Usain Bolt running the 100. That's true. That's true. But if you're going to go around and other, other people are going to say that you're the best... You know, there there has to be a reason behind that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Judging is too subjective. Mm-hmm. You know, Usain Bolt runs nine seconds. Right. You can't argue. <laughs> true. This is very you true. You can't argue. If you know, you get a bunch of people who can, like, recognize what a treehouse is. Right. If somebody can, you know, pick out treehouse and say, ah, that's meh. So, or or if somebody's judging and they run into treehouse on the back end and their palate's already burned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it they, you don't I, don't I don't think you necessarily get the same fair judging in beer competitions that you would in other provable I'm the best. Well, yes, I understand that it is subjective versus objective. I I understand that. But I I'm I'm going to kind of disagree with with you in in the thought process that okay, it's a subjective judging. I don't want to expose myself to that especially since the the hazy and new england ipa styles are are newer are they not in terms of the beer guidelines and the categories mm-hmm. it's only been judged for like two years right exactly so if these are the breweries that have essentially championed these styles which i would say they are they have they have brought these styles to the forefront then the style should reflect their beers correct Right. So in that regard, th- since they've essentially create not created, but they've championed the style, then they should have the ability to create the closest style to what the guidelines are mm-hmm. and, and therefore should be able to go in there and have a strong showing. Right. That's theoretically, yes. Right. <laughs> so in that regard, I, I think it's kind of a if if that is the reason that they didn't uh, enter a beer or assuming that they 
this is all assuming they didn't enter a beer for that particular reason. I think that's a, a poor reason to do it. Yeah, you can say that. I If I'm trying to just maintain the illusion... <laughs> There could be that they well, yeah. I mean, it's not the illusion because I I can't say one way or the other because I've never really we only had the one treehouse beer on here and I didn't like it, and it right. wasn't it wasn't even the Julius or the Julius or whatever, <laughs> you know, it wasn't any of those. Right. Uh, but if you're just trying to maintain your beer advocate, you know, stroke, and all of that, like it's not. I don't. I just don't see how it's worth it to you to not bring home a gold when you know it's very possible you can't i yeah i see what you're saying there are definitely two sides of this argument but to me if you are one of the breweries that helped to establish this style then perhaps that is another way to continue that style being you know accelerated in the beer market is saying yes okay we're going to help we're going to participate we're going to be part of this part of the growth of it in this category by going to the Great American Beer Fest and putting our beer out there. I doubt they're going to be putting out a bad beer. No, they won't put in a bad beer. I think the real question is, is it becomes how how much can you really tell the difference between... You know, what is the real difference right. between right. you know that and another one? Right. And also consider the number of entries. I don't know the number of entries in that category. I don't either. But I can guarantee it's a lot more than, what was it, Helltown overcome 60 other people? 67. Yeah. Okay. I can guarantee it's probably in the hundreds. Probably. For IPAs and especially juicy IPAs. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, again, that's, that's more of a risk that you're taking. If this was 2015... 2014 you better bet your ass they better be out there yeah they should definitely be in there mm-hmm. you know putting their beers but the because the style wasn't established within the gabf guidelines until after there was already a shitload on the market right they don't have the advantage I, they just they they don't, don't, they, yeah. no, you're, you're right they don't have the advantage but if they are can still still considered one of the best out there in that style then they should be out there with that beer. You're also only giving away three medals. Right. Actually, eh, not even necessarily three, because there are some categories where only had two medals awarded. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. still, if you're only giving away three medals out of hundreds mm-hmm. of entries. Right. I don't know. <laughs> now, now a, another point is, and this is actually a bit contrarian to, to my argument, but I'm going to say it anyways, is if uh, they don't win a medal, is that really going to affect uh, their stature within the beer community on the New England and Hazy IPAs? If somebody says, guess what? There was a brewery out in, I'll say, Kentucky that won gold in that category. Mm-hmm. Are they instantly going to turn off of Trillium or Treehouse and say, no, hot garbage. They're done. They're old and busted. I'm going to Kentucky where the new hotness is. No. No. No, they're not going to turn on them, no. Right. I, 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 think, uh, the, I think it's just more about losing the mystique. Possibly, yeah. I Possibly. think I think it's just more about losing the mystique, and hey, whatever. I, don't, I it's it doesn't bother me one way or the other. No, I guess I think we're getting a little more riled up over this than really. No, I'm not riled up. I, I don't, I'm not riled up. I just think you know it's interesting it's a, that you know you, companies wouldn't try to participate in that way, but mm-hmm. I understand why they don't participate in that way. Right. If they have like really nothing to gain from it. Right. Yeah, and if they think like, because again, I, I I don't know most of those beers. 
they really aren't that <laughs> interesting to begin with, you know? Right. So it's, I, 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 if I had to judge, I could tell like how it'd be really hard because you got to go through what seventy fucking shitty ones that have no flavor to them. <laughs> I can't imagine being a judge in this though. Like yeah. just the amount of beer first off and then two just palate burnout like mm -hmm. is judging all done in one day is it done over I, a series of days or it's like definitely not one day i'm yeah. i don't know how the exact process works but i Can know you it, revisit it's a beers that you already tried like no, that would be interesting yeah. right i'm just wondering because like if you're okay let's say you're drinking i don't know a style of beer that has 50 entries in it mm -hmm. like by the time you get through like 15 20 that day like palette's pretty shot at that right. point like yeah. and then you come back and it's like okay but i don't really remember 18 19 20 can i go back and try those again mm -hmm. and then start my day you know yeah i also think like the, the they break up the judging yeah into different groups yeah yes because like, i think you would have to yeah. yeah so like i think maybe some of the more refined palettes yeah. might be saved for later on in the right. competition like when it's down to like the top 10 or something right. in, a, in a category <laughs> it's like okay today we have the most refined distinguished palettes the beer sommeliers if yes. you will mm -hmm. yeah you you call the high, in the high level cicerones yeah you call yeah. in the closers right yeah. but yeah you can tell you what hop strain this is from and where it was grown mm -hmm. Those people. Those people. You know, it was a wet season that year. <laughs> How do I get to be one of those people? <laughs> lots of booze. No, lots of money. Lots of money. <laughs> lots of money. Lots Cic of booze Cicerone, and money. Lots of uh, Cicerone certification is expensive. <laughs> Very expensive. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it was. It was cheaper for me to get into Mensa than it was. <laughs> <laughs> To become like a level one Cicerone, so. <laughs> wow. I'll just drink beer and have my opinions. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just have my opinions about it. I'm a man with an opinion and a microphone. That makes me right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. There you go. All right. Well, shorter news story. Yes. Okay. More important for the uh, it, timely, I would say. If you're listening to this on a Friday. As you should. Then the... Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, came out. Yes. On Ooh. the Netflix. Yes. You've got that, right, Kelsey? The Netflix? Yeah. E Kelsey has them all. Yes. I know. It was a rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, do you have the Netflix? Nope. Adam has Prime. I do have Prime. Okay, this is a step in the right direction, but... Steve has a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Steve has his ways. So we have both extremes here. Then. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, I'm very excited about this. Okay, well, get double excite because they are actually releasing Schrader Brow. What? Yes. All right, I'll play this, bro. Steve, what is Schrader Brow? Well, for those who remember Breaking Brad, uh, the character of Hank... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Schrader. Yeah. He was a home brewer. Oh. Yes. Okay. And he made his own beer, <laughs> yeah. Schrader Brow. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, Sony contracted a brewery in California to produce Schrader Brow, nice. and they even sent Dean Norris, the actor who played Hank, mm -hmm. to, you know, participate in, in the brewing process. Right I on. love it. Yeah. Uh, they came up with a 6.2 ABV Marzen. And it was uh, brewed in California by the Figueroa Mountain Brewing Company. Okay. Yes. And you should be able to get it in time to watch El Camino. This Friday. 
if you're listening on a Friday, as you should, you know, you might have to wait a little bit for shipping because you can buy it off craftshack.com. Craftshack.com. They're willing to ship it. They will ship it around the country. Really? Interesting. Or (laughs) if you live in New Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm. You can go buy it at Costco. <laughs> Two weeks amazing. in a row. Two weeks in a row. Costco's got them good deals. Hop Nation USA bringing you the latest in Costco news. We got you, Costco. <laughs> Costco news. We need that Costco money. We need just Costco to sell beer. Right. Yeah. Well, our baby steps. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Kirkland's brand beer. Is I drink it. <laughs> I don't think I'd drink that. I'd drink Wait, it. Have you had it? No. No. I'd drink it. Mm. Mm. I would drink Kirkland vodka. Uh, yeah. But the that's Kirkland because it's vodka. That's right? just because it's vodka. Yeah. Like the, vodka, you just mix. I don't. <laughs> I've had Kirkland light before. Really? Hmm. Not the. Uh, no good. No good. Not top of the pops, huh? No. Mm. There you go. Extra beer review, everybody. Yeah. Kirkland light. No yeah. good. <laughs> that one's Give for me free. an icy light any day. Here's a bonus. <laughs> But yeah. All right. right. And some retailers in California will have it too. Right. I can't tell you where, but. I'm curious. I assume you can get it at the brewery as well. Uh, possible. Probably. I would assume so. Yeah. yeah they, uh, they're mostly bottling it in, uh, I believe it's mostly in 22 ounce bottles actually, but. Okay. Yeah. Right on. But classic Marzen. So maybe hold off on watching the movie if you're just now receiving this news. Yes. Right. But otherwise, yeah. Right on. Very hey. excited. Yes. Maybe I'll Shredder hold off Brown. on watching it so I can get my Shredder Brown. Shredder Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all right back to where we began. The Bellhaven Black, the Scottish style. What do you guys think? It's okay. Okay. Kelsey? It was okay. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. I got no beef with it. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I already said it's just kind of like off-brown Guinness. Okay. But it's still, I mean, off-brand Guinness is still, still better than good. Kirkland Light. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that on a review one time on this podcast <laughs> I listened to. Yeah, it, it, it's still it's still better than, you know, just other stuff that I don't drink. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, with that riveting review, we'll be taking a break. We'll be right back. We're going to have us another Nitro in the chamber ready to go when we come back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Com. Welcome back to episode 128 of Hop Nation USA. That's right. If we were BMW, we would be a tiny car. Is that what? Uh, the 128 is a tiny little car. Okay. It yeah. It's a very tiny little mm-hmm. car. How tiny? I mean, for you, it would be a pair of shorts. Me. <laughs> so it is one of those cars that is used in the uh, World's Strongest Man competition? You could use it, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. granted, it's bigger than the Isetta. Mm-hmm. But it's a tiny car. Okay. Yeah. Good for it. So there you go. There's your BMW news. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that that's news. To you it was. Well, to me, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that that's news either. I think that's just a factoid. <laughs> BMW fact. <laughs> Here's more cars you can't fit in. <laughs> Mini Cooper. Yeah. Fiat. I was almost going to say Pontiac Sunfire, but I know for a fact that that's not true. 
I can barely fit in a Sunfire. I don't right. think I could drive one, though. Mm, no. Yeah. Tiny little car. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking beers. Nitro beers. Nitro be beers. Yes. And I, if I was listening correctly in segment one, I think we're going to learn all about those in this segment. Not all about them, but well, a little bit. A little bit. Well, you know, I don't want to oversell. At least 20 minutes worth of learning. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Or well, maybe 15 minutes worth of learning. It. And five minutes of chit chat. Yeah. Well, Dicking around and tangential <laughs> talking. <laughs> well, while we learn, I think we should have a beer. I okay. agree. Yeah. This beer is really going to tie the conversation together, if you will. Ooh. Yes. This is from our good friends at Left Hand Brewing Company in Longmont, Colorado, and it is their White Russian Nitro. It's stout with coffee and vanilla added. Shit, yeah. Hooray. Yeah. I mean, heck yeah. I'm not allowed to swear. I forgot. Yeah. You don't have to work, Blue. That's You're right. better than that. I know. It's okay, Adam. Heck yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, IBUs are 20. ABV is 8.9%. Hurrah. Oh, this is double what the last one was. Right. Hurrah. <laughs> um, More flavor. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully... Uh, Unlike Donnie, this beer is not out of its element and fits right into this episode. That's right. Hooray. Well, it is still a nitro beer. So. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to get this open and uh, see how it get tastes. Get it drinking. All right. Well, looking at this one is not what I expected. It is totally not like it's the last one. beautiful. Yeah, it is really nice. Uh, but it says on the can, white Russian stout with coffee. Oh, okay. It's a white stout. I found, I found it. Yeah, it is a white stout. That's the thing. I was looking for something that said white stout. It says white stout at the very top of the can. Mm -hmm. at, at the beginning. At, at the beginning. But it doesn't say it. In, it says white Russian stout. So mm -hmm. it got confused for Sorry. a second. It's a white stout. Yes, it Modeled is a white after stout. after a white Russian. Yes. I feel it's, like the dude would enjoy this. It's very, it's clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very clear. Yeah, once all the, uh, the uh, bubbles, I guess is the word you would use. Yes, as the bubbles unbubble. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it, the it head has, dissipates. Yes, thank you. Dissipates. You're welcome. That was that was the word I was looking for. You're welcome. Yeah, it reveals a very uh, very nice looking beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a deep gold, and it, like I said, it's got great clarity on it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, when you have that that layer of head on top of it that that nitro head makes it very picturesque. Yeah, it makes it differently picturesque too because you don't usually see beers this bright mm -hmm. with a nitro head to it. Yeah. Right. It's nice. It's a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Smelling it, you get the coffee. Mm-hmm. Smells good. Yeah, the more you smell, the more that coffee comes out. Wow. Okay, so I took a taste of it. There's a lot going on there. Ooh, jeez. There's a lot going There's on. There's a lot going on. It's good. Yeah. Ooh. It's complex. Wow. It uh, it does not seem to have the the same smoothness that the Bellhaven Black had. To me, it does not have that same level of creaminess. Really? Because that's what? all I'm getting. No, to me, to me, <laughs> like on the actual on the actual mouth feel, it does not feel quite as smooth. Okay, on the mouth feel, it is. It seems a little light, but yeah, like when you swallow it and it gets down your tongue, it's mm -hmm. just nothing but like a creamy it's slip and slide. Oh, I agree it with just that. Coats my mouth. I agree with that. Like, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it coats your mouth in velvet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of neat. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. It's uh the You brought extra, right? Nope. Damn. <laughs> uh coffee flavor is pretty strong, but it's not overly bitter. Right. Mm -mm. And then 
the vanilla back end is it's very pronounced Mm -hmm. like it it makes it a little more creamy and sweeter than you would actually find with a white russian yes but i i guess it does a really good job of replicating what a white russian would be Mm -hmm. and i can see where this beer would be very dangerous in terms of booziness because yes it's eight point what was eight point eight point nine eight point nine percent that's near as makes no difference nine percent beer yeah you taste nothing of that yeah no (laughs) right i've had beers with less abv that are much more hot yeah yeah than this one yeah you taste nothing of the abv of in this one yeah so it's just danger danger street dessert time yeah this would be really good with vanilla ice cream (gasps) this would be really good paired with like a cheesecake Ooh, Mm, yeah. yeah Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm so in you on get, like that. that little bit of tart sourness from the cream cheese and the cheesecake, but it's like still dessert and it's still creamy. But I feel like this with that mm. vanilla back note and like the little bit of coffee could break through that really nicely. Yeah. 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 I'm in on that. All right. I'm very impressed. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think we Tasty. should just stop the episode now. Go get some <laughs> cheesecake. Sorry, Hop Nation, you get half an episode. Where weren't Sorry. 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 <laughs> Episode over. A- Adam continues to push back his work that he did for this segment. Yeah. Just keeps pushing back. <laughs> work. Excuses. Air Excuses. quotes. <laughs> so I guess we can get into Nitro. Yes. Why is Nitro Nitro? Why is Nitro? Well, let's start off with what is Nitro. Okay. What uh, is Nitro? There are some people that actually don't know what Nitro is when they see a Nitro beer. That's because they were born after the American Gladiators was on TV. <laughs> right. That's true. Or they're not a fan of drag racing. Or they don't know what Fast and the Furious is. That's Nitrous. Everybody knows what fast and furious is too yeah so. <laughs> danger to manifold <laughs> so what is a nitro beer mm-hmm. nitro beer is that is when you use nitrogen nitrogen rather than carbon dioxide or co2 for those in the know to carbonate the beer yes yes so what that means is and a lot of times if a beer is carbonated you carbonate it with co2 either naturally through the uh the changeover from sugars to alcohol from your good friend yeast yes fermentation will definitely uh, produce the carbonation but you can also force it yes you can force it and that's actually how you would uh, utilize the nitrogen it would be nitrogen would be forced carbonated because nitrogen does not occur naturally in beer right right so you gotta put it in there yourself so what does it do and we've already kind of talked about it obviously with our tastings here, uh, what it does is it provides a velvety smooth texture uh, and it creates a thicker, creamier head. If you take a look uh, on our Twitter or on the Instagram account of Hop Nation USA, you'll see the photos of the beers just as they were poured. You'll see the the difference, especially in the head. Uh, and where that comes into play is the bubbles. The, the bubbles. The bubbles. The bubbles are much smaller in a nitro carbonated beer rather than a CO2 carbonated beer. And the reason that happens is the nitrogen bubbles do not absorb CO2 that is occurring in the beer. So they maintain a small size. They don't get bigger and bigger as they rise up. So they maintain that smaller bubble size. And that's actually what keeps the creaminess of the beer is the size of the bubbles. Hmm. So that's just a little bit of background of what a nitro beer is and what it actually does. 
So because the nitro bubbles are smaller, mm-hmm. it means that the the actual physical space between beer atoms, I guess. <laughs> it, essentially, that's it. You have smaller bubbles. Right. You can pack more in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, there's less physical space, and that's why it occupies more space in your mouth. It's kind of like putting in grains of sand in a jar versus golf balls. Mm-hmm. And then filling those jars with coffee and cream. Yeah. Vanilla and deliciousness. <laughs> and booze. And booze. And booze. Yes. I already said it does not naturally occur in beer, so that means that nitro beers had to be invented, not discovered. Right. Somebody had to actually go out and do this for a reason. It wasn't something that was all accidental like uh, where, oh, CO2, okay, well, that's nice. We'll keep it in there due to the fermentation. Who did this? Would you like to know who did this? Because we can pinpoint exactly who the person was that invented and brought this to the market. Yeah, who this motherfucker is? <laughs> no, he is a great man. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. It's a term of endearment. Oh, okay. <laughs> who this motherfucker is? The gentleman is Michael Ash. All right. He is a former math professor. He actually has a degree from Cambridge. Nerd. Yeah. Fancy. Yes, <laughs> yes. And he came up with that while working for the Guinness Brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Makes sense. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Guinness was the, you know, the... First number one. First, yeah. First number one. Ichiban. Best known. Ichiban? That's number one in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Edutainment. It, it's just number one in my heart. There you go. <laughs> I like the dishes. Yeah. Well, now you know that you're going to the number one Japanese steakhouse. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's terribly not no, true. That was terribly not. I was okay. Like, um, <laughs> don't, look, don't look in the kitchen. You might be going to the number one Japanese steakhouse in Pittsburgh, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Maybe. No doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. So Mr. Ash was hired by Guinness in 1951. He was actually brought in not because of his brewing prowess, but because he was, he was a, a nerd. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he knew science things. Yes, exactly. He was brought in as an academic along with several other people uh, because what Guinness wanted to do was they wanted to bring in people who were able to approach problems with a different perspective from what they usually had from their, their brewmasters. Scientific mm-hmm. method for the win. A little bit. A little bit. They wanted to have somebody come in with a fresh eye, uh, look at a problem, and be able to solve it. Okay. Makes sense. Now, that's kind of a dangerous move because somebody might come up with an idea and they might run with it and it might completely ruin the beer. Yeah, but then those people get fired. This is true. <laughs> and then they can go back. To their and then you don't yeah. hear about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened with Crystal Pepsi. Yeah, but they brought that back some again. Dumbass, some dumbass nerd came in <laughs> and he was like, I can make your cola clear. Everybody's like, all right, we'll try it. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Uh, well, then, yeah, the stupid kids brought that back. The youths. And now it's gone again. Right. Yeah. Right. Damn the millennials. Youths. Damn youths. <laughs> or zennials or whatever the, the latest craze is. I don't know. Now we're talking Zoomers, Boomers, and Doomers. That's how you do it now. Zoomers? Wait. Zoomers, Boomers, and Doomers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're not necessarily general uh, generationally tied. Okay. They are more mindset tied. Oh, okay. Yeah. So technically, Adam, I would say you're a bit of a boomer. Okay. Right. All right. I mean, just because of your mindset. All right. They, I mean, they, they keep moving these goalposts. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really trying care. to keep you, uh, yeah. that's, and that's part of your boomer mindset, <laughs> is you don't know that the goalposts are even moved on you, Listen, just, and you don't care. 
That's what boomers do. They just go through life and they don't care. And they're just like, things are fine. Yeah. Let me just ride my Harley. Exactly. Enjoy my pension. There you go. And leave me in peace. Don't there touch, you go. Don't touch my, my cargo Stone shorts. Records. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch my cargo shorts. Get off I'm my lawn. Go- <laughs> That's right. I'm going to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Anybody who's at a Jimmy Buffett concert, automatic boomer. Whoa, wait a second. Ooh. Oh, ooh. Sorry, Kelsey. <laughs> wait a second. Life passed you by. Gotcha. <laughs> a trap you fell into it <laughs> jimmy buffett was my first concert ever <laughs> that sucks <Were> you're... <laughs> i went with my dad it was awesome <laughs> i was eight <laughs> i mean you gotta give kind of a pass on that one drunk? Eight. <laughs> no, wait, get drunk? <laughs> not even second hand <laughs> no. <laughs> anyways back to mr michael ash back to the nerds <laughs> yes who was hired on in 1951 he was actually in charge of the tasting room there at saint james gate mm-hmm. and one of the problems that they were having they being guinness was what they called the draft problem uh, what was happening was there were two ways that that the beer was served was either in bottles yeah which was basically pulled off of the casks bottled set off to the side whenever somebody wanted one they'd pull it off open it have it in the pub or they would have it in the pub itself in a keg so what they would have to do is they would actually have to use two separate kegs to be able to produce one beer hmm Hmm. what they would actually have to do is they would have two kegs one was called a high keg one was called a low keg the high keg was a a newer keg that had a lot more activity in it Okay. And the low keg had, it was it kind of, kind of calmed down. It started to condition a bit. Right. And they had to mix those together. Usually it was on a three to one ratio to try to be able to get the right flavors that whomever it was decided what the right flavors were, decided that's what it had to be. Or just so it wasn't flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what they ended up doing was... Mr. Ash knew that nitrogen was the way to be able to do that, was to be able to replicate that as best as possible. The problem was, how were you going to be able to use it reliably? And that came down to the design of the keg itself for Guinness. So Guinness actually had to come up with several prototypes and provided a whole new keg design. I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole other episode in and of itself. And you could probably find it on 99% Visible. I'm sure they've done an episode on that. <laughs> and I'm not going to get into it. I can't compete with them. Listen to somebody else more technical for yeah. how the yeah. cake they, they can put a whole 45 minutes to an hour on that one. But basically, they designed a new keg, and then they forced nitrogen into it. Yes. And then Guinness came out good. Yes, yes. And then and, they perfected the pour. And that happened uh, yes. in 1959 was when the addition of nitrogen for the carbonation was introduced for Guinness. 1959 was, of course, the 200th anniversary of Guinness. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they actually had to rush production and get the prototypes fully prototyped out so that it would be available for the 200th anniversary of Guinness. So that was how they decided that's when it it was going to come out was, it's 200th anniversary, kind of important, we should do something about it. Okay. So they did. They did our new thing. Yes. All right. You had talked about it earlier, the Waterfall Cascade. That is actually called the Surge. The Surge. The Surge. The Surge. Not a product of the Coca-Cola company. Not and the green can. Not anymore. Oh, Surge. It's gone again. Bring back Josta. Yes. <laughs> You've been told twice. <laughs> the Josta was pretty good. 
One of the drawbacks, and we touched on this a little bit, was the flavor and aroma uh, of of nitro beers. Mm -hmm. They're a lot more mellow, a lot more subtle. Mm -hmm. And the reason behind that is actually the use of the nitrogen rather than the CO2. It's not able to produce the same flavors and aromas as a CO2 uh, carbonated beer. It's not able to flesh those out, so to speak. Yeah, like I, we were talking on the one we're drinking now, you can smell a little bit of the coffee flavor, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the same activity and pop, and it just doesn't even like waft the yes. same way. Yeah. yeah, it's not there until you get to the beer itself to right. drink it, right. and then holy smokes. No, not smoked coffee. Well, maybe next year they'll come <laughs> out with a smoked one. They might. Who knows? I've seen a number of uh, left hand putting out crazy nitros, so. I'm all about it. In a can, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a can. Every once in a while, when you'll have yourself a Guinness, and you've emptied it out, as you should, you'll notice there's that little rattle in the bottom. A little shaker sound. Yes, the little shaker. Do you know what that little shaker is actually called, Kelsey? Um, it is called... Is it a widget? It is called a widget. Very nice. Did you just read that off the can? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, it's on the Bellhaven Black <laughs> can <laughs> as well. <laughs> they, too, have a widget. They yes. do have a widget. <laughs> yes, so that is used to be able to uh, keep the nitrogen in there and be able to distribute the mm-hmm. nitrogen. What happens is there is a little ball, and I'm basing this off of what Guinness uses because they're the OGs. They also were the ones that uh, came up with it. Now there are other products. Sam Adams has their own product. Uh, Bell famous for their mason jars, has their own product as well. But I'm going to base this on the Guinness product because they were the OGZs. What they have is the widget is a little plastic ball, a little smaller than a ping pong ball. So it's tiny. Okay. Okay. And it has an even smaller hole in it. What they will do is they will force carbonate the uh, the can with nitrogen. So force nitrogenate. Yes. And what will happen is once it's sealed up, there will be a, a, uh, a pressure change and that nitrogen has to go somewhere. So what will happen is it will go inside the widget oh. through that little hole. Mm. And once you're ready to have that cold, delicious beer, you crack that can and there once again is a pressure change. So where the nitrogen wants to come back out hmm. because obviously pressure wants to go from high to low. Yeah. So that's why all the nitro beers, when you crack them open, mm-hmm. sound just a little different yes. than a normal can of beer. Absolutely, yes. Because that is the nitrogen shooting out of the widget. And every once in a while, you see the widget kind of bounce around a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening is the nitrogen is coming out of the widget into the beer and carbonating it. Hmm. Hmm. All quick like. Didn't Guinness for a while do it in glass bottles as well? Yes. yes. And they... I, think, I thought the design was a little bit different because it was like a little spinning helicopter T. There's some, yeah, they've been some different designs. There's actually been a design for, I believe it was an external okay. uh, nitrogenator. Hmm. I don't know that it worked very well. Probably not. You don't see it. It probably costs too much. Yes. It's yes, probably like exactly. if, it, if it was external, it probably broke off or something like that. <laughs> right, right. It, it would just be too much of a mess, especially after you've had three or four. Yeah. You're just going to open the beer and drink it you're not going to bother with an external unit no doesn't yeah. make sense no it does <laughs> not uh, on draft nowadays usually it is a, uh, a mix of nitrogen and co2 it is not pure nitrogen mm-hmm. it's about a 75 uh, percent uh, nitrogen 25 percent everything else 
Yeah, but you still you can't run you can't run the lines the same. Right. Right. It has to be its own dedicated system. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can run any beer through that. Yeah. But you have to be dedicated to a nitrogen line. Right. And you can't just swap back and forth easily yeah. between CO2 and nitrogen. And you shouldn't necessarily run any beer through a nitrogenated line no. either. <laughs> no, especially something that is supposed to have a lot of aromas. Right. Yeah. Uh, IPAs, I'm looking at you. Sam Adams, I'm looking at you specifically for trying to have a nitro IPA. Don't. Yeah. Don't. It was not good. I didn't have it. I did. That I tried it. sound like it would be appealing <laughs> well, my, tasty. My thought process was, I like nitro beers. Maybe it'll do something to the IPA that I wasn't expecting, and maybe I'll like it. I did not. It just make bad. It was. I drank it. Yeah. But, but I didn't go back for another one. I wrote it off immediately. Okay. Yeah, but, I, I didn't have that. I I've had some other beers that don't quite work as well. Like mm-hmm. lagers don't work mm-hmm. very no. well. Uh, yeah. I mostly stouts and fruit beers. Yeah. Come out pretty well. I can see a fruit beer being really good on the, Nitro. Uh, the Founders Rubeus on yeah, Nitro. That's a real good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a real good it, version. Get it. Okay. Yeah. I'll be on the lookout. Maybe and not right now. Well, I mean, yeah, we got the rest of the episode to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find it. <laughs> then I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. Scavenger hunt. Anyway, so uh, circling back to this white Russian white stout with coffee and vanilla, what do we think? It's white hot. Wish I had more. Yeah, it's good. Ditto. It's a uh, yeah, it's a real damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> but we know where you got it. I do know where I got so it. So we can go get more. Yes. 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 Is it across state lines? Yes. <laughs> For somebody, not necessarily us, because we don't break laws like that. <laughs> bootlegging. <laughs> you know that's bootlegging, boy. <laughs> Coors east of the Mississippi. <laughs> um, I also appreciate the the can because it's a bowling pin and mm-hmm. clear rocks glass oh yes this is for sure this is all about a lebowski reference yes, a lebowski. absolutely for sure Love i don't it. i don't know that a single white russian beer out there that isn't a lebowski reference actually True. I right i don't know of one either because mindful has their big lebowski beer this is the first one though that i felt really captured it yes. properly though mm-hmm. there's a, a, a the mindful one i don't it, know it's too much vanilla it's too much vanilla and it's very very thin yes as a stout mm-hmm. this one this one had a little ass behind it yeah it's yeah. thick yes. yeah this one's a little a bit of c's like i like the words right out of my mouth <laughs> i feel like only two c's it's, yeah it's, 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 it's a two it's c thick yeah it's yeah. two c thick because like adam was saying like up front when you're drinking it it, it feels a little thin yeah but, but then eventually it just starts coating your yes. mouth yes um Otherwise, yeah, it's really good, and it's got a lot of flavor, and it doesn't skimp on the coffee or the vanilla, and it's very creamy, and it's excellent. So yeah. drink more. Thanks, Left Hand. Yeah. Left Hand, send us some. You the best. <laughs> email it to us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Yeah. And email us specs for nitro kegs. That too. Yes. <laughs> and email us your thoughts on Great American Beer Fest meddling. Yes. That will probably get ignored. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Tell us next October. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any additional comments or questions or something else you'd like to know about nitro beers, let us know at the aforementioned email. That is hopnationusa at gmail.com. On the Twitters. On the Twitters. It's uh, hopnationusa. On Instagram. It's hopnationusa. I don't know what other social platforms It's hopnationusa on the Facebook. Oh, on yes. the Facebook. On everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. Feel free to ask us any questions or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, or just yell at us and call us stupid. That's fine, too. We'll ain't going to hurt my feelings. I ain't give a no. shit. <laughs> That's nice. All right, we'll be right back with our third and final beer of the episode. It's something spooky. Because it's spooky season. Spooky. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B-movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This A Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycallthisamovie.podbean.com. They Called This A Movie, testing the strength of friendships, one terrible movie at a time. Welcome back, Hop Nation USA. Segment three, episode 128. We're on our last nitro beer of the episode. But not of our lives. But not of our lives. That's right. Because nitros are delicious. Nitros are nitro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, just let you have that one. No, no, I don't want it. Okay. Too late. <laughs> so reflection, I don't want that one. Too late. It's all yours. <laughs> I want you to wear that as a pin. <laughs> We're going to put that on a shirt for you. No. Nitros are nitro. It's a pin. You have to go to your polling place with that. <laughs> Nitros are nitro. <laughs> what? No. I'm going to change out your voicemail. <laughs> I don't like any of this. I wish I didn't say a word. Well, that'll teach you. It's the only way you'll learn. <laughs> the more you know. All right. Our last nitro beer of the evening is seasonally appropriate because it is the pumpkin nitro. Yes. This is the new gimmick from Southern Deer. This is what, year four, year five of the new hotness? Yes. Of whatever the pumpkin? Yes, as they continuously introduce new versions of the pumpkin every year. This is the new one. I think last year it was uh, chai. Yes. The year before that was cold pressed coffee. The cold pressed coffee one is very good though. Yeah. Very good. Somewhere yeah. in between there, they introduced the rum king. I believe it's yeah. good. The barrel aged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, now we're on to pumpkin nitro, and that's because they're basically switching a lot of their dessert beers to nitro. Yeah. Like all of the Blackwater series is going to become nitro, so Ooh, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes them smoother. Mm -hmm. Makes them nicer. And now the pumpkin gets that treatment as well. Yes. Yeah, this is my first pumpkin of the season. Well, hopefully it's a good one. Uh, basically, it's still just regular-ass pumpkin, but now nitrogenated. 8.6, 33 IBUs. So this nitro pumpkin, uh, guess what? It looks like a pumpkin. Yeah, it looks like regular-ass pumpkin. With a nice-looking head. Yeah, it, yeah, with a different head. Mm -hmm. It's got a new hat. <laughs> it does have a nice new hat. It's a new crown, because he's the pumpkin. That's right. A new hat. Gotcha, crown. You're right. New My year, bad. new you. My bad. I mean, they even did change the pumpkin little avatar, because they have a different one for... The pumpkin? Right. Yeah. This one has a black crown. Yes. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Well, that was nice of them. Yeah. I, do we even really have to describe the pumpkin, how it looks? I mean, yeah. yeah. I guess we yeah, should. We yeah, the, we are why internationally known. This is true. We are internationally And this is a very known. regional beer. Yes, and why would we stray from the format that we've done for the other two beers in this show? I demand change. Not on this episode. All right, fair enough. Not this one. <laughs> Maybe on episode 129. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll well, probably see. not. Probably not, no. Uh, yeah, looking at it, though, it is a very deep copper color. Mm -hmm. It's pretty clear. But there's uh, just a little bit of haze through it yes. that makes it hard to see all the way through. And the head is a classic nitro head. Tiny, tight little bubbles. Tiny, tight bubbles. It's very white. Mm -hmm. Very white. It's like a cloud. Yeah. It's a nice puffy cloud sitting on top of your deep copper a pumpkin beer. 
has a nice juxtaposition. Yeah, between the two. Smelling it, it does smell like pumpkin still. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you don't know what that smells like, it's cinnamon and pumpkin. It smells like a pumpkin pie. Yeah, it's delicious yeah. smelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta drink it. Hmm. Pumpkin tastes like pumpkin. How about that? <laughs> um, it's it's a little smoother. A little smoother, but I almost feel like a little flatter. Yeah. I feel like you lose some of that aroma and some of that spice that like makes a pumpkin a pumpkin mm-hmm. by right. putting it on nitro. Mm-hmm. Right. Not saying that it's bad though. No, it's not bad because it it's it's still pumpkin and yeah, and it does smooth things out a bit. But and I don't know if it's better than the original. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to drink it. I, yeah, yeah, no, I'm still going to drink it. <laughs> because pumpkin is still better than the majority of pumpkin beers yes, that are out yes. there. Yes, it is still a, a very good beer. Right. I just don't know that it's better than OG pumpkin. No, I don't think it is. I think currently, I think the cold press coffee is... That's really good. Yeah, that one's champ among the pumpkins. Mm. Do you think this would change at all if we had a little cinnamon sugar rim around it? Yes. It would have a little cinnamon sugar rim around it. <laughs> Just asking. Yes, but we don't have asking that sort of. For a friend. We don't have that sort of production budget around here. Yeah, I, I don't think it would improve it that much. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's fine. <laughs> I, I would say it is fine amongst the pump kings. Yeah. Yeah. As, as as a beer in and of itself, and I think that's something we're kind of getting muddled down with. As a beer itself, it's good. Yeah, we, I, we are technically spoiled by this, yes. right? Because it is one of the better pumpkin beers out there. Yes. Yeah. Um, so to say it's just fine is a bit of a misnomer. Mm-hmm. It's fine amongst the pumpkin line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's definitely better than the chai. This is definitely better than the chai. Yes, and but, I, I might even say it's a little bit better than the the rum king. Yeah, I don't, I don't. The rum feel king like was super hot. It was super, super hot, super boozy. Yeah. And you know what? I find that a lot with a lot of rum aged beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think that's just like pumpkin's fault. I just think like rum aged barrel. Yeah. They don't, I don't know. They don't work for me. Yeah. So to say that it's just fine. Yeah. I would throw this in if I had a lineup of all the pumpkins. Mm-hmm. I would put this in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd put this in the I middle. I agree. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it still retains all the cinnamon flavor. It has that, you know, that pumpkin pineness to it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah, good beer. It, it's nice good beer. Nice frothy white yeah. head. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And again, at 8.6%, it's not boozy. No. No. <laughs> Unlike the Rum King, which was like 13.9. That's all boozy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's nightmarishly boozy. It's delicious. But strong. Especially after you get through the second one when you don't care about life anymore. Oh, God. Then you can keep drinking them <laughs> and yeah. fall on the floor. Oof. Or if you do the whole pumpkin flight, I mean, that's just... Oof. Yeah. Again, you got to put that one at the end. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to just burn your palate out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Work your way up. Yeesh. Cool. Well, yeah, it's pumpkin, and that also means it's spooky season. Spooky. Spooky season is here. Yes. Last week, we did uh, beer and candy pairings. Yes. Okay. That was our spooky segment. This one's different. <laughs> well, thank God for that, because I didn't prepare more candies. No, uh... This week it's a quiz. Oh, okay. And it's beer and movies, spooky movies. Okay. Okay. Yes. So get your thinking caps on. Uh, Kelsey, I feel like you probably watch more horror movies than Adam. Potentially. It's, yeah, you do. You you do simply because Adam doesn't watch movies. 
that it, aren't Bull Durham. <laughs> it's a fine movie. I don't care what you say. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, but yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, horror movie kind of guy. Do you not like being scared? Do you not like the suspense, the thrill, the supernatural aspects of some of them? What is it? Wow, we're getting... The cussing and the boobs upset him. It's true. Mm. It's true. <laughs> I like myself a good, clean-cut Christian film. Something with... Something with Kirk Cameron. Guy. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Something with Kirk Cameron in it. <laughs> well... Unfortunately, you will be at a severe disadvantage because none of these films have Kirk Cameron in them. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll do que- my best. None of these questions feature him at all. <laughs> Nothing about the Left Behind series. I'm sorry. Are you, though? No. Not right. at all. No. <laughs> uh, what I do have is a devious amount of questions that will test your movie and beer knowledge. And that's up against my movie and beer knowledge. Ooh. Well, I'm not going to win. No. Yeah, I'm not going to win. I already yes. know this. I've already decided that it's very possible that you both will, can and may lose this one. Okay. <laughs> Great. I can make peace with that as long as you tell me that up front. Yeah. Uh, standard rule format, though. I got six questions. We'll go back and forth. Mm-hmm. If you can answer it without getting the hints, you get two points. But I do have multiple choice. And if you take the multiple choice, you get one point. If mm-hmm. you miss it, it'll go to the, the other person. Problem. Okay. Okay. And uh, if you both miss it, I'm not giving you extra chances. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. So who wants to go first? Oh, guests first, please. Guests first? Kelsey? Let's do it. All Thank right. you, Adam. No problem. <laughs> I need to know what I'm up against. <laughs> he wants a preview. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get started, I will give you a warning. Please try to remember everything that we talk about in the quiz. Okay. Because the last question, that could be a tiebreaker. Will depend on your remembering. Okay. Can I yes. Piece of paper, please. <laughs> I'd like to take some notes during this quiz. Sure. I didn't tell you what to take notes on, but you know, <laughs> whatever you want to write down that you think is relevant. I'm ready. The pen is poised. All right then. On to our first question. A witch is not a horror movie, and a beer brewed by the Phantom Carriage Brewery out of California. This is one of those ones where you just want to go straight to the multiple choice. That's where I'm going. I need the multiple choice. So your choices are The Devil Rides Out, Funny Games, Willard, or Twist of Cain, which is not a movie and a beer brewed by the Phantom Carriage. They are a very horror-centric brewery. They have other beers with names like Lugosi, if you can get that. That's a good old reference for the Dracula. Oh, all right. You don't know the Belly Lugosi? Oh, he was the uh, the old Italian fella, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just almost don't want to dignify that one. Don't, don't. Just let that go. Just Never even heard the Bauhaus song? No. Bella Lugosi's dead? Sorry. Can't help you. God. Sorry. Goddamn boomer. <laughs> uh, is it Willard? It is not Willard. What were the other three options? Your choices are The Devil Rides Out, Funny Games, and Twist of Cain. I'm going with Twist of Cain. That is correct. Really? Yes. Nice. The other three are movies. The Devil Rides Out features Christopher Lee. Okay. Yeah. Also a Dracula at some point in his career, Mm -hmm. but also known as Count Dooku from the Star Wars movies. Uh, Funny Games is a relatively well-known horror movie that also had a remake starring Tim Roth. And Willard starred Crispin Glover and a bunch of rats. 
Okay. Twisted Cane is a beer brewed by the Phantom Carriage, but it's a Danzig song. Gotcha. Danzig. (laughs) (laughs) That would explain why you chose it. Hell yeah. So we have uh, Adam with a point. Woo. And you get the next question. Let's let's hear it. Anthro Hopfoggus by Abomination Brewing out of East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, is a play on the Italian horror film Anthropophagus on the Abomination Brewing can. A man is maniacally eating hops and shoving them into his face. A what is the man eating on the cover of the film Anthropophagus? Multiple choice. Okay. Uh, your choices are a baby, his own intestines, hops, or a severed leg. What was the name of the movie again? Anthropophagus. Anthropophagus. And Anthrohopfagus is the name of the beer. Yeah. I'm going to say his intestines. That is correct. I know you've definitely not seen that movie. No. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've even seen that movie. <laughs> I don't know that I've heard of that movie. I've seen it, though. Oh, all right. And I own it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with. Okay. <laughs> it's also known as the Grim Reaper, and they tore out a lot of the gore and effects. Um it is uh, anthropophagus translates to man eater or cannibal okay and so the main villain of the story is mm-hmm. a cannibal and eats a lot of people aha uh-huh. and kills them as okay well. on to the third question this is yours kelsey cool which of these beers that is a play on the george a. romero film title is produced in the correct state Oh, I'm going to need the options there. I know. <laughs> I'm not making this easy. No. no. <laughs> so your choices are Dawn of the Red by Ninkasi Brewery, Dawn of the Dank by Old Town Brewhouse, John of the Dead by Intangible Ales, or Dawn of the Dead by Conquest Brewing Company, which is produced in the right state. What was the first one again? Dawn of the Red. I'm going to go with that one. Dawn of the Red. Dawn of the Red by Ninkasi Brewery is incorrect. Ooh. Okay. What were the other three options? Because that was the one I was going to go with. <laughs> Dawn of the Dank by uh-huh. Old Town Brewhouse. Dawn of the Dead by Intangible Ales. Or Dawn of the Dead by Conquest. I'm going Dawn of the Dank. Dawn of the Dank? Also incorrect. Aw. Which one was it? John of the Dead. Oh. John, you know? John. Oh. John. Oh, John want to go down? Oh, hey. yeah. Oh, should have seen the spelling. John want to go get some water ice? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Ninkasi Brewery is out of Oregon. Oh. Old Town Brewhouse is out of Texas. Conquest Brewing is out of South Carolina. And Intangible Ales is out of Enola, PA, 10 minutes outside of Hershey, PA. <laughs> So out there. Yeah. Kay. It's it's in PA, the yeah. correct yeah. state. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's right near Pizza Boy. I would assume so. Yeah. I would assume I d- so. I, I can't uh, imagine a Nola <laughs> is that big. It, it is not. Cool. I'm doing so well on this. <laughs> <laughs> no points. No points awarded. For now. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> All right. Fourth question. Yes. A lot of breweries think they're funny. Because True. of that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, because of that, there's over 50 beers named Saison of the Witch. Who would not enjoy one of these beers? I got to go multiple choice. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could just come up with a name. Right. <laughs> DJ Heidi Hawthorne, Winifred, Alexandra Medford, or Laurie Strode? Alexandra Medford. 
Okay, that is incorrect. Okay. I'm going to go with Winifred. Also incorrect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't that one of the Sanderson sister names from Hocus Pocus, though? Would not enjoy a Saison of the Witch. Not, I thought you said would enjoy. Not enjoy. Oh. Okay. I yes. misheard the question. So the lady that I picked, what's her deal? Alexandra Medford. That is the character played by Cher in Witches of Eastwick. I knew that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Winifred. Obviously played Hocus by Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus. One of my favorite movies for the season. Mm-hmm. DJ Heidi Hawthorne is the character played by Sherry Moon Zombie in The Lords of Salem. Okay. Laurie Strode is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Oh, all right. Yes. She would not enjoy such things. Because she's not a witch. witch. Right. She's a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, a witch. Silly, Kelsey. I didn't know that. Well, so you know. You should be, if you're writing anything down it right now, it should be movies to add to your watch list. Right. I didn't know which which was which. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Kelsey, question five. Cool. Which of these beers is not also a film franchise that features Lance Hendrickson? Oh, this is a layup. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, can I have the multiple choice, please? Yeah. Pumpkinhead by Shipyard. Terminator by McMenamins, Halloween by Gritty McDuff's, or Hellraiser by Sierra Nevada. Which of these is not? Yes. Which of these is not a film franchise that Lance Hendrickson is in? Meaning he's appeared in three of these. I'm going to go with Terminator. And that is incorrect. Can I just give you Steel Magnolias and hope for the best? I can't prove that he's in that as well. <laughs> I, he's I'm, in everything. That was actually the hardest part of this question is vetting that he wasn't. I'll I'll say Hellraiser. That is also incorrect. No. Is it Pumpkinhead? <laughs> nope. Oh, well. Oh. Halloween? There you go. All right. Yes, yeah, so Pumpkinhead, he's actually one of the main characters. He's the father who's... I- thought yeah, yeah i was like okay i know he's in Pumpkinhead and hellraiser yes he's the father that actually incurs the wrath of Pumpkinhead. okay that well you know brings Pumpkinhead about to kill the kids that killed his kid that's how that goes all right yeah. terminator he's a detective mm-hmm. oh. yeah and gets killed in the scene where you know arnold yeah. says i'll be back yeah yeah and uh hellraiser he's uh in the seventh or eighth oh shit oh okay. yeah <laughs> He's in the eighth. Yeah, that's the hard one. He's like, right. he's in the eighth Hellraiser film. Yeah, that's, that is, that's the tripwire there. Right. That's about the uh, the puzzle box being online, and you have to solve the puzzle box online. Online. Yeah, it's ridic- I, I, it's a ridiculous geez. film. <laughs> Was that straight to DVD? Oh yeah. Well, so anything with Hellraiser and things that are online, they're getting way down the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that I mean, like I think it was only the first two. Or, no, it was the first four that got released in theaters. And then they doubled their efforts, <laughs> direct to VHS and DVD. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Sweet. Yeah. Pretty soon it will just be streaming on sci-fi. Shudder. <laughs> <laughs> the 10th one actually might have just been straight to streaming, because oh, it came gosh. out last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Final question. Okay. This is to you, Adam. Yes. Assume you're boarding the Lewis and Clark on your way to investigate the reappearance of a starship that just appeared near Neptune. What beer should you liberate Tutanmay? 
I'm going to need options. All right. <laughs> the Ex Machina by Back East Brewing. The Ex Inferis by Brisbane Brewing. The Ex Voto by Butcher's Tears. Or the E Pluribus Lubelin by Gun Hill. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, screw it. The Ex Machina. That is incorrect. Right. Yeah, because I don't know. I, what I are know. my other three options? Ex Inferis by Brisbane Brewing, Ex Voto by Butcher's Tears, or E Pluribus Lupulin by Gun Hill. I'm going to go with the Ex Voto. That is also incorrect. Cool. <laughs> Great. Well, what was the right answer, Steve? The answer is Ex Inferis. Oh. Oh, we should have had that. Yeah, one. I mean, how did we You really should have. Have neither of you seen the movie Event Horizon? I haven't. So. I actually have not. That you're both missing out. All right. Write it down. To watch. That's on your Halloween to watch list. Robocop. <laughs> Event Horizon. All of them. Not all of them. <laughs> you know how many RoboCop films there are. I got weekends open. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking about straight to video RoboCop Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's like six or seven RoboCop films. The uh, the the phrase from Event Horizon is a Liberate, Tutame Exem Ferris, save yourself from hell. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. You'll, fi- you'll find that out when you see the movie. Oh, all right. Not, much, not much of a spoiler. <laughs> okay. Not much of a spoiler, but. Right. <laughs> so I believe uh, we are. I believe Kelsey has no points. Yes, Kelsey has no points yeah. and uh, Adam has two. Great. So we'll move on to the final question. Great. Uh, what was the one film mentioned in throughout this segment that I did not see? Are you serious? Yeah. Well, it's not Event Horizon. I know that much. No, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that you did not see of a, those listed. Of the ones that we talked about in this segment. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I said remember what we talk about in this oh, segment. Oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could have had notes out. <laughs> and they would have done what? <laughs> you could have been writing down all the movies that we talked about. And then take a random guess. Right. <laughs> um... I, I, Kelsey, you go first. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking back. I'm trying to recall everything Steve said. Mm, well, I know it's not RoboCop. Yeah, definitely not RoboCop. It's not Terminator. Nope, definitely not Terminator. <laughs> it's not Hellraiser 10 because he gave us the plot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or nine. eight because I also eight. gave you the plot of that right. one. I, <laughs> I think nine is the only one I don't remember. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember. Hellraiser it. No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Yeah, I didn't see the original. <laughs> Skipped, went right to three. I knew it. If they made a third one, it's got to be good. <laughs> it worked for Ninja Turtles. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam has registered the, <laughs> the answer of... <laughs> he's banking on that two two points right. he already I has. I on your question. Um I don't know. I'll say Halloween. Yeah, no, that's right. I know. <laughs> I know. The, again, these are all things you should be writing down. I'm going to go with the things devil, to watch. The devil rides out. Kelsey wins. No shit. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes, the very first movie I mentioned, The yeah. Devil Rides Out, I didn't see. Nice. Yeah. He didn't say a lot about it. That's why I was like, Kelsey. thank you. And it's one of the ones I wrote down. Damn. I actually took a note on it. There you go. Damn. Yeah. Yep. 
yep. he kind of like glazed over it and mm-hmm. he was like oh it's the guy Chris Lee the guy from Star Wars and then went into like more detail with all the context other ones clues. I was like context mm-hmm. clues context clues right Kelsey got now. it yeah. Kelsey's the big winner with three points okay because yes. I decided <laughs> because she actually got it I mean she fuck. did yeah come on I yeah I can't even argue that yeah Aww. although I will say I didn't say much of funny games either no oh, okay. although I do really like that movie the, I, I've never seen the original uh, Swedish version, but I've seen the Tim Roth American remake, oh, which okay. is really good. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of really good. To watch list. <laughs> Kelsey at this game. Yeah. <laughs> well executed. Thank you. Good Thank work, you. Kelsey. I've met my you. match. You, you, <laughs> Kelsey took notes. Kelsey <laughs> pays attention. That's right. <laughs> Kelsey is an A-plus student this evening. <laughs> Hurrah. <laughs> Cheers to Kelsey. I got screwed on the final. That's all there was to it. <laughs> Professor's out to get me. That's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> Professor's always out to get you with the, That's right. with the intensity of questions. <laughs> what did we think of this pumpkin nitro? Tastes like softer pumpkin. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Uh, if you like pumpkin, you'll like this, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you haven't had pumpkin, yeah, try this. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah, if you just like pumpkin beers, get it. Oh, yeah. If you like pumpkin yeah. beers, get, definitely get it. Get pretty much any one of them except for the Rum King. I wouldn't start off with that one. Yeah, don't. No. You got to work up to the Rum King. Yeah. yeah. Definitely get any any variety of the pumpkin. I don't think you'll be disappointed, uh-uh. but I think there's different levels of enjoyment. Right. I'm still all cold pressed. That's still my number one. Yeah. Ichiban. <laughs> Your Ichiban. <laughs> now I want sushi. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But before we do that, I think we have to go to the podium. Okay. Podium? Podium. Podium. I'll go first. What okay. the hell? I don't think I've done that in a while. No. No. So I'll go first. In the bronze medal position, I am actually going to put the Bellhaven Black, the Scottish Stout. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. These uh, these beers, I don't think there was a particularly bad one in the bunch. None of them really were stand out in a bad way, I don't think. But the Bellhaven Black was definitely the most straightforward of the three. Uh, I don't want to say basic because that's not, I don't think that's the right way of putting it, but I would say it is the the simplest of the three. Uh, but unfortunately for, for Bellhaven, the other two had some, some flavors and adjuncts that were really, really good, and it worked really, really well with the nitro uh, carbonation on it. Uh, so for that, the Bellhaven goes in the bronze medal position. In the silver medal position, I got to go with the Southern Tier Pump King. It's really good. The reason that it's going in silver is because, well, like we had talked about earlier in the segment, is I think the Pump King itself is better without the nitro. It, just good old-fashioned CO2, I think it makes the Pump King better. I think this is a slight step back from the original. However, it is still really good. So it goes in the silver medal position. In the gold medal position, the white stout by left hand, this white Russian. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, this is a this is a big hitter. It's good. It's delicious. It, it did everything it said it was going to do. It said it was going to be a white Russian, and it was a white Russian beer. Uh, good, delicious, really smooth, really creamy. Has it, it played the best with the nitro, I think. I think the flavors complemented the nitro and vice versa, uh, to be more perfectly honest. Uh, the nitro rounded it off really, really well. And so that makes it the gold medal beer for the, for this episode. I'll go next simply because same. Okay. I'm not going to draw it out. Same. <laughs> I'm going to go third. 
Okay. I'm going to say clean sweep tonight. Is this where we put in horns and whistles? and? Yeah. Sure, I'll put something in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the I... American Gladiators thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> Nobody's using it. <laughs> it's back in the public domain. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, it. this, this left-hand white Russian white stout is just... I really do want a lot more of that. I want mm-hmm. more of it. Mm-hmm. Like instantly it's just so creamy so smooth it's just so delicious yeah that's fine that's really killer yeah yeah nice job left hand brewing agreed good work yeah so clean sweep across the board clean sweep (sighs) nice job guys all right well if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Pod, Bean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, St- Laughable, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Hot Pocket Cast, <laughs> Lean Pocket Cast, Bremer Cast, Podcast.com. Pod Chaser. (laughs) Pod Racing. (laughs) And that's about it. Okay. But if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-widget show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than having to cross state lines and pick up more white Russian. True. 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 Bootlegging. Yep. That day of the bootlegging bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's episode one twenty seven. We'll be back. No, it is not. One twenty eight. Oh fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Also no. (laughs) That's episode one twenty eight. Yes. And as a friendly reminder, if you want to pick up some merchandise such as t-shirts or stickers or anything that'll get us money, go to tpublic.com. Look up Hop Nation USA. We got shit. Buy our shit. Buy our shit, please. Thank you. Check it out. There might be. Maybe. I can't prove it, but there might be a Halloween theme shirt up. Maybe I got more ideas percolating as well. Yeah, I so. can't. I can't prove, but I, maybe depends on how lazy I am. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned for your Halloween spooky gear from Hop Nation USA. Yes, pick up your spooky gear. Got a damn fine sign off. Ooh.